Welcome to your Best Foot Forward podcast. I'm your host, Claire Edwards, and I built this podcast for the young 20-something multitaskers. In the middle of trying to balance work, school, relationships, and somehow our own personal health, it is easy to get overwhelmed and lose our way sometimes. To inspire you to find your way to the best version of yourself, on this pod, you will hear my conversations with people that are putting their best foot forward in certain aspects of their life, whether that is physically, mentally, in relationships with others, during tough times, new experiences, and more. Since different things work for different people, these conversations aren't telling you what you should be doing, as you have enough people in this world telling you that. But instead, I hope these guests feel relatable and inspire you to explore new ways to put your best foot forward in your life. Welcome back, guys. I know it's that time of year right now where another round of college graduations are happening. And since that's the case, that means for me that it has been one year, about one year since I graduated college, which also means I've been adulting for one year now. So I thought it would be a good time to come on and kind of recap and reflect on what I've learned in my first year of adulting. Um, It's still kind of crazy to say that. I still have a bad habit of being like, oh, I just graduated, which I feel like I can't say anymore now that new people are graduating. But anyway, I wanted to sit down and think deeply about what I've learned about life and myself since graduating and share it with all of you. Now, to preface, the first thing I thought of when I was thinking about the past year, and it was just so much fun. Then I tried to think about why it was so much fun, and honestly, it is because I feel like I have learned so much in a short amount of time about myself and about life and just what I want to be now and what I want to build to be in the future. And learning and changing and experiencing all of this over the past year has just made me so excited for what the years to come will bring. So this episode is special to me because it is kind of an open letter to myself or I guess the world now that I'm saying it on here, recapping the past year by looking at all the things I learned and who I've become since graduating. I also hope it gets those graduating from college right now excited for their first year of adulting because just as I said so much fun and some perspective from someone that has been out of school for one year now. So it was tough to put into words everything I learned but right now I'm going to give you a deep dive to the six things I've learned in my first year of adulting. So number one, there is more than one path in life. 
So I'll be honest with you that I was very close-minded about the path of life one is supposed to take. I thought you'd go to elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and then you get a job. That was just the way it worked in my head in a very linear way with no real deviation from it. I don't know why I thought that way. It could have been the field I was going into with my job or the environment I grew up in. It's kind of like I had this plan in my head. This makes me think about the idea of the plan. What's the plan was the dreaded question we always got senior year of college over and over again. When I think about how I answered that question during my senior year, I was proud to say I was going to be a supply chain analyst living in the suburbs between Akron and Cleveland. However, I realized not long after graduation that continually playing into the idea of the plan was actually restricting me from exploring anything else in life. Yes, I had fulfilled the plan of getting a job after school, but my eyes were not open at all to other options, such as furthering my, furthering my education or traveling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'd watched people who graduated when I did go off to grad school, travel the world, join the Peace Corps, start their own business, write books, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and all of it has just been so, so fun to watch. One of my favorite things has been running into someone from college or high school and hearing about some awesome thing they're doing or pursuing. It just makes me so incredibly happy and excited for them and has showed me all the possibilities there actually are. So when I saw people doing all these things that weren't currently on my linear path, In my head, I noticed how closed-minded I was being about my life and what it was going to be. If I want to go off the beaten path and explore something that intrigues me, I should. And I guess that's kind of what I'm doing with the podcast here. So that's number one. There is more than one path in life. So number two, take the time to figure out who you are, and what you want. So I talk about it in my first episode a little bit. Go listen to it if you haven't yet. Um, But during college, I really didn't know who I was. I knew that I was Claire Edwards, and I was a college student that was about to graduate and start working. That was it, point blank. And I think I thought I knew what I wanted in my life, but it was actually so broad and not very specific. It was more like, I want a job that I like, an apartment I like, nice friends, etc., etc. But don't most human 23-year-old girls want those things? So who am I and what do I want? Through a lot of 
self-reflection and self-awareness exercises, I've come to know who I am and what I want. So who I am. My statement on that would be, I am a strong, confident, independent woman who wants to strive to be the best version of herself. I understand what my strengths are, like pursuing what I'm passionate about and being a self-motivator. I also understand some weaknesses I have, like being afraid to ask for help or freaking out about a situation before trying to fix it. I love having human interaction about 90% of my day, and the other 10% I like to have is me time. And I like to get out and experience as many different things as I can in my life to help me grow. Finally, I want to make a positive and lasting impact on the world. So let me mention one thing about that statement I just made. That statement didn't involve anything that is circumstantial in my life, like my job title or the fact that I have a podcast or how much money I'm making or how many friends I have, on and on. I didn't include those things because they don't define who I am. And I would be the same person if those things were taken away. Knowing that I would be the same person no matter if I had everything in the world or nothing in the world makes me just so much more proud of the person I am. So that is why I see understanding who you truly are is just so important. So now for what I want. I'll expand on the broader things I mentioned before. So I want a job that challenges me, allows me to grow to the next step in my career, and is in an environment where people are driven to succeed and support each other along the way. I want an apartment that allows me to have my own room for when I want me time, but has a big couch in the living room for when I want to socialize with my roommate or entertain a bunch of friends. I want to have friends here where I am and from my past life that I can open up to about anything and everything and we can support each other in all the challenges that life throws at us. So now I know who I am and what I want, but I know those things can change over time. But I know that that is who I am and what I want right in this moment. Analyzing and knowing these things has been just life-changing for me. It has allowed me to make decisions I'm confident in and build the life that actually makes me happy. It has allowed me to surround myself with the people and things that help me grow and just live the best life I can. So I cannot stress enough the importance I have found in taking the time for yourself to know who you are and what you want. Number three, don't discredit yourself. Now, I already dedicated a whole episode to this topic, so if you want a deep dive into it, make sure to go listen to episode number nine. But... To give you what I learned about not discrediting yourself in this past year, 
I realized when I graduated that I was a total freshman all over again. Now just a freshman at life. It brought back the freshman feelings of, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of all these older people and them think I'm dumb. And I don't know if I'm capable of doing all these things. I kind of felt the, that freshman feeling as I started my first full-time job, setting up my adult apartment, and especially when I was considering starting this podcast. But just as I said, this was my freshman voice talking in my head. This was the discrediting voice in my head. And to not help the situation, there were most likely people I encountered that were contributing to those thoughts by thinking I'm naive and have a lot to learn about the real world. And, you know, I do have a lot to learn about the world at only 23, but it doesn't mean I don't know anything or haven't experienced anything or am not capable of things. I've learned from both my mistakes I've made and good decisions I've made. And I've worked hard for things that did pay off and things that didn't. I can take the lessons I learned from my previous experiences and take them as I approach my new adult experiences. The biggest thing I realized with all of this is, in this past year, is being too young or too inexperienced is not an excuse for why I can't do something. What what does that even mean? What is too young and what is too inexperienced? I think I finally realized about six months into adulting that if I continued to hold onto the excuses of being too young or too inexperienced, I was just going to be holding myself back from so many things. So I decided I wasn't going to use that excuse anymore. And ever since then, I started doing things like speaking up in work meetings more. I started going to advanced yoga classes I'd never been to. And I actually started a little thing called a podcast. So um, to put things in perspective, I would not be sharing this with all of you today if I had continued to discredit myself. So I just find it so important to find that inner fire to try the things you're curious about and don't discredit yourself on your ability to do it. So number four, you're more like your parents than you think. So more than ever, this has come up for me in the past year. I always knew pretty generally I was like my parents and thought similarly to my parents, but I've been noticing how much I am actually like them the more I grow. They are totally going to laugh when listening to this, but it's so true, and I'll try to get through it without laughing as well, but... um. It, it's true. Um, when I ask myself why I do the 
things the way I do, like certain tasks or approaching decisions or reacting to decisions, probably half the answers are because that is the way my mom or dad did it. Yes, I've changed some lifestyle things to fit my life more, but there are some things I catch myself doing or especially saying that makes me go, shoot, I'm becoming my parents. And I'm sure a lot of you have been there on this as well. So for example, a couple of months ago, I took my sister Lily, who you guys heard on episode four, um, I took her shopping for business clothes. We were going through the different racks of suits looking for things for her to try on. Um, Lily came out with a suit jacket and skirt on and I said, quote, those blacks don't match. You'll want to find blacks that match, end quote. And immediately a, I covered my mouth and said, oh. I'm becoming my mother because that is the exact words that my mom said to me on my first business suit shopping trip in early college and just who knew there were that many shades of black to choose from. But yes, I felt like I was becoming my mother in that moment. Also, I've always thought I've been more like my mom with different traits and ways she approaches things. I'm not just appearance-wise her twin, but we have similar things we get stressed out about and definitely share our organizational type A-ness and making sure that everything is taken care of. But Recently, I'm finding more traits of my dad um, come forward in me. For example, my dad is very into books and podcasts and just consuming as much information as possible whenever he can. And I've definitely picked up on that tendency from him since I graduated. I have also started making, this is a small thing, but making protein smoothies every morning So for the people who know my dad, you know I definitely picked that up from him. So now I feel like I've become a nice balance of aspects of both my mom and dad, and I have seen that come into my view in my life, which is kind of cool. Also, to know as much as you think you are your own person or whatever, one way or another... There is always some tendency or quirk that shows you are still your parents' son or daughter. So number five, don't lose your student learning mindset. So in college, we are in an environment where we are to consume as much information as we possibly can. Study, read, watch videos, etc., etc. We are encouraged to reach out to professors for help and reach out to mentors to learn about their careers and experiences because pretty much anyone is willing to help someone who is willing to learn. I don't think I've ever gotten an answer from a professor or a potential mentor that has said, no, I don't want to help you. 
So I found that just because we've graduated from college doesn't mean we have to lose that student learning mindset. The learning shouldn't stop just because you're no longer in the environment that is all about learning. Continue to read the books and watch the videos and really research what you're interested in. Say yes to the opportunities that provide the additional learning. Reach out to your peers in the office or leadership for coffee to get some perspective on what they do or how they do things. Yes, people are busy, but usually they are more than willing to chat and help someone out that is new and provide insight on their experience. Now, I would say that the aspect of reaching out to people for advice or perspective is not necessarily a strength of mine, but I found that it is so important and it is a great way to learn. I said before that one of my weaknesses is being afraid or hesitant to ask for help, and I think this is because I want people to think I fully understand things or know what I'm doing. However, I know people aren't going to think I'm dumb for asking questions or asking for help. Honestly, most of my interactions have involved the mentor or person I'm talking to saying, that is a great question, which is comforting. So slowly, I'm trying to reach out to mentors and people in different aspects of my life to get advice and more perspective on things which has allowed me to make more educated decisions. So don't lose your student learning mindset. And finally, number six, your tribe is how you will survive. So I consider myself a very independent person, but more than ever have I found the importance of Surrounding yourself with people that you can lean on and you can support as well. You can say you don't need people, but you do because you can't live this life alone. It doesn't mean you have to have a gazillion friends, but just a few good ones. I have found in different stages of my life that I've always had a close-knit group of friends instead of just a ton of of friends and that is just how it has worked for me. I was thinking about the past year and I realized how different it would be if I didn't have my core group of supporters or tribe both here where I live now and spread out across the country. With being in a new city before I started meeting friends and co-workers I honestly felt like kind of depressed because I yearned for making connections. I really leaned on support from my family and my friends from high school and college. My family and my friends that don't live here just really helped me get through the transition. Also, as you guys heard in last week's episode, episode 10, having Emily as my roommate definitely helped the transition to this new chapter. We say a lot in that episode how we literally don't know what we would have done if we didn't have each other. 
as adulting probably would have started out a lot worse than it was for sure. And then once I was here for a while, I started to get to know people in the area and at work. I started slowly seeing my tribe of friends come together as well as my tribe at work. The development of both these tribes was slow and took time, but I literally don't know what I would do if I hadn't took the time to find supportive people to surround myself with. Honestly, maybe I would have left this town or left the job I have. It kind of makes me think about the phrase that people make a home because I have seen that as more true than ever in the past year. People are what make you stick around somewhere. The people you surround yourself with impact your mood, your feelings, your decisions every day. It's like the thing of your most, like the five people you hang out with. And I totally believe that. You have to find the people that are going to support you and encourage you to be the best version of yourself. And you have to do the same for them because that is how you're going to make it through even the hardest days. So thank you to my tribe because I would not have survived without you this past year. So that was a lot, but those are my six things I've learned in my first year of adulting. To recap, one, there is more than one path in life. Two, take the time to figure out who you are and what you want. Three, don't discredit yourself. Four, you're more like your parents than you think. Five, don't lose your student learning mindset. And six, your tribe is how you will survive. I would be super interested to see if any of you who just began adulting found that you learned some of these things as well, or if you learned different things in the past year. So on my Instagram picture for this episode, go comment what you've learned in your first year of adulting is I would love to hear. If you forgot, the podcast Instagram handle is at your BFF podcast. Again, that's at your BFF podcast. Go comment on that picture there. And thank you so much, guys, for listening and listening to everything I've learned over the past year. And thank you for all your kind messages I have received since starting this podcast, as I absolutely love doing it. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.